Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Oh, see, Stacey has this quirk where before we press record, you always go. <coughs> I can do it now if you like. Do it, yeah. <coughs> and you had no idea that you did this until I pointed it out on our radio show. Yeah. But just that's always the final thing. So I know I can't clear my throat after you clear your throat. <laughs> and I was about to clear my throat and then you did yours. And you're like, So I'm as out. I said, I'm Christy Mercer. I was like, I'm going to have a frog there. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, there you go. Thank you. You've anyway, made it too it's late. The, it's the Thinker Girls Pod channel. Yeah, this is the place where we drop around four shows a week. Uh, this week is no different. Dr. Nikki Stamp is up tomorrow for our interview. We have the 411 dropping on Thursday and uh, we have our catch up. Mm-hmm. And we're going to mix that up for the second half of the year. So be warned. Yes, no, not be warned, be excited. Well, but people get weirded out by their routines changing. It's still the same amount of shows, just different days My, maybe. I want to counter that. Do people give a shit? Like, Aren't mm. people just like, you, there's four shows, I don't really mind what order it is. What order it is. It's either them talking to a, to a guest or them talking to each other. I don't know. Let us know. Do you like having a, the set the shows set in each day or you like that it's mixed up? Mm. Uh, we're on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know there. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is the catch-up, which is where we just chew the fat about what's going on in our lives because, as you said, there's another Posse podcast. It's about your lives. There's one about a guest lives, which is Dr. Nikki Stamp later in the week. But, yeah, it's all about all about us. That's right. Now, just to give you a few headlines, a few updates for the next few weeks, the first one is that at the end of this week you will be getting and receiving a very special podcast, which is an announcement coming from Merce and I, about ways that you are able to support this particular channel moving forward. So we won't go into too much detail now, but we have identified that there's a lot of you that have really come out over the past few months and asked how you can support. Um, We have identified that we really need to take this from a hobby to a business and therefore we need a hand. And so we're putting it out there that we will jump on the creative platform called Patreon, which is a place where you can get rewards for investing in creators that you love and people that are creating content that you love and all those details details will be up on socials throughout this week so look out for them because there might it might be something starting from five dollars a month to fifteen dollars a month to fifty dollars a month and we give you all different things and different ways that you are able to get behind us so from the hands on my heart for anybody that is keen to do this Mm -hmm. big big thanks but also don't think that nothing is going to change like there'll still be four shows a week they're still free and if you've got the cash ish and that you'd rather you know spend it on that as well as a coffee then we would really really bloody appreciate it especially if you've been listening for a long time now we are number two this is like the community service announcement board um we are after this week going to have a two-week break uh-huh. from the Thinker Girls pod channel. Yes. We will be back week commencing Monday the 16th of July with some very exciting 
episodes. You know what? And Thinker Girls Firsts, we have been doing a podcast with each other for six years. Yes. And never before have we ever had a dude on the podcast. That's right. And we'll be launching back second half of 2018 with one of those people with a PP. Yeah, and we've recorded several with penises, actually. Dudes, men. Sorry, respect. Yeah. Men, I wouldn't like. Oh, fuck it. Well, I'm just joking, so I don't care. I was in my head about going, if you reverse that and you were called a vagina, you wouldn't be liked. Oh, I wouldn't mind. Chill out. I'd be like, yeah, I've got one. It's just a joke. It's all, you know. Anyway, had great chats with all kinds of cats. So, uh, yeah, you'll hear those <laughs> second half of the year. We're calling it 2.0. 2.0. It's interesting, isn't it, timing-wise? And I said like, 22.0, really. Yeah. It's interesting how timing works where it's like, Especially after the thing, after Kiss being pretty brutally fired and then there wasn't really a moment where we were like, what do we do now? You know, like what now? Mm. Like we paid, remember we paid a huge amount of money to record one single podcast in a podcast studio because we were like, we physically can't stop. Like there was not one moment where we looked <laughs> at each other. But there wasn't one, even a second where we looked at each other and thought, oh, we can't. Let's just have a break or let's see where this land, let's let the pieces land and then decide. Yeah. It's just been like a train. So the fact that, I don't know, it feels like we're in a nice place now. We can have a breather for a couple of weeks and then come back with new shit. Well, of course a holiday feels like a nice place. I'm off to New York, you're off to Byron, like there's nothing to be worried about there. Um, But yeah, it is, I think also what you're trying to say is quite well well deserved. Yeah. It's been, you know, a long, um, a long year and it's only halfway, but things are really, I don't know, there's a reset. Today is actually the winter solstice, like today as we Mm. record this, which Mm -hmm. will be last week by the time you hear this. So it literally is like a New Year's Eve. If you didn't do that, I don't know, I wish I could put something up. Maybe I'll put something up on socials, but there is still time for you to kind of at least reset at this time. Um, It's interesting that you say that because that's what I want to talk about. That's um, what's on my mind at the moment that I want to share on this ep, that there needs to be death for new life. So it's all very timely yes from a personal place from the thinker girls kind of place and from the the time of the year that we're at too I just feel as though um I don't know I'm just starting to stand back and see the last six to eight months or really for me even the last 12 months what it's been and it feels like there's a bit of a shift in uh feeling or energy moving into this next second part of the year okay that's good um I am excited I'm excited to hash into that I do need to say winter solstice doesn't mean anyone died (laughs) No, death is in like not people death, like of things, case, you know. Yeah. I don't at the moment I feel like I'm over explaining things. But I don't know. I don't know if everybody knew what a winter salt you know what I mean? Like I often think there are things that we probably throw around on here that maybe someone hasn't heard of. Yeah, okay. That's why I threw it in there. But winter solstice is do you want to give it it's the shortest day of the year. That's right. Yeah. Um and essentially it's like it happens at different times in different hemispheres, right? So for that for the northern hemisphere, they're doing kind of its sun, like, and it's the sunshine. Mm. So it's a completely different mm. part. They have mm. theirs in a, a different time, but essentially, it's um, it's kind of like an it's the universal New Year's Eve. Mm. Essentially, it's mm. the sta- the time mm. where you begin again. So then, because progressively up till that point, days but are everyone being shorter, doesn't shorter, die shorter. on the thirty first. Like the first, you are alive. Still. Yeah. So now, yeah. after this, days will start getting increasingly longer, yes. longer, longer. Yes. Until we hit this time again next year. Yeah, it's kind of like the cycle according to the actual Earth, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, I want to talk about how we are banning the word sex in our house. What? Yes. I thought you were going to say banning sex. I'm like, what a travesty. Yeah, well, we've got to do what you got to do. Maybe people have reasons. I don't know. <laughs> Just the word for us, though. What do you mean? Well, I'll tell you about it later. All right. Do you want to do the winter solstice thing first? Yeah. All right, all right. Let's get stuck into this. I feel like um, 
It's been a bit of a kind of journey here. I remember when I went to your um, kinesiologist, Geraldine, I've never been back. Yes. I went that one time. I think I thought you went twice. No, I think I think the reason that I hadn't gone back is because at first I I didn't like what she said to me. <laughs> I liked it. It's funny because I did go to a class last night and my one of my I've got two kinesiologists. One of them referred to this woman you speak of, right? And she has cards, her own cards, and she read them and everyone laughed at how fucking direct the card was. And I was laughing in the back of my mind going, well, that's Oh, she got her own cards? Yeah, I was like, that's, she's like an absolute like witch. Like she's been around doing shit for a long time. I need to, I really do want to go back and see Um, her. But she, um, but she has, yeah, she's, um. She's direct. Very, yeah. very, 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 even for you and I, direct. Okay, so let me paint a so picture of the well first known. time, of the first time that I went and, and saw said direct kinesiologist. Mm. Mm. And you'd kind of worded me up before and you said, you know, I don't really recommend this this particular person to, unless I know that you can kind of handle it or you need her in a place where you, where you want to hear what well, she has to say. Well, a lot of people ask me that stuff and I have a few yeah. options. This one's not not always coming up for different reasons. I fuck it. She is a weapon. Yeah. So anyway, I went to see her and the one of the first things that she said to me was, and she I think she did, um, you know, a bit of muscle testing, you're entering a phase of death, of, win- of winter. And straight away, naturally if somebody's saying that to you, I was like... No, 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 no. What do you mean? You know, like mm. I was – because that's scary. Mm. You know, she said the for abundance there has to be a time of, you know, you even look at nature or, you know, deciduous trees or whatever. Leaves have to crumble, fall off, mm. you know, be bare, barren for things to come back mm. and flourish into new life. Mm. You see that with, you know, bushfires or, you know, anything like that to replenish. Mm. And whilst – Mentally, I could understand that. I was like, yeah, cool. I got that with the tree thing, but fucking nah. I don't need any shit to fall away. Like I'll just learn that some other some yeah. other way. And I have, And it's hard because the process cannot be taught a different way. No. Mm. And I re and I realised I was journaling last night because I just feel like there's this um new as we were talking about before, this two phase, not mm. only for the pod channel, just a lot of areas of my life where I, I I think for the first time I've realised up till this point where I'm like, since then, it's been almost a year, mm. I feel like I've been in this phase, this place in my life of death. Well, I think that would have been almost a year ago. Yeah, that's what was I mean. It? Oh, was it? I, I want to go back and check actually when... What the date was. What the date was because it feels almost like a year. I think it may have been before... I, I think it was before the mid-year. I reckon it happened even earlier. So I reckon you saw her probably over 12 months ago. Yeah. So it's, but I do genuinely feel, and there are times where you, like over the last 12 months where shit happens, you know, like got fired, broke up and then moved house in the space of a week and a half, Mm -hmm. like which is heckers. Mm. But there were times where I was like, nah, I'm resilient. Pick your shit up. You'll be right. And I'm a bit of a, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty resilient person. I'm just like a get on with the job kind of gal where there are times where it hasn't been, hasn't felt like I've been walking around mourning the whole 12 months going, things are falling away, you know, mm-hmm. like, but being able to have a bit of distance from the last year or so now, I can look back and be like, oh, absolutely. It's it's felt until this point where things are, yeah, dropping away dying and now I feel as though to get to that real kind of core of the truth of like what do you want to do what lights you up you know where where are you going where do you see yourself all those kind of things 
I feel as though, and it's interesting timing with the winter solstice and all that kind of stuff where it's like, what do you want to let go of and what do you want to move into? I feel as though there's just a bit of this kind of, this energy shift where I'm feeling, um, I don't know, I feel like I'm looking forward now. Yeah. I feel like there's newness. I even did my cards last night and it was like the the garden of earthly delights or something. I just started bawling my eyes out because I was like, yeah. Mm. That like there's little buds kind of coming out now and they don't even doesn't even have to be anything in particular where it's like I met this guy and I'm well, falling in like love. It's just a it's a feeling. No, but I also think it's important in this time just having done this cycle for the last few years to plant them. I think cuz it's like this feeling is so exciting and so lovely from a time where it's felt like so much has been shed, but it's still actually a time and everybody that wants to kind of play at home with this to actually literally plant seeds rather mm. than think they're still going to come. Yeah. You've got spring, summer, and they will kind of flourish in that time. But one of the steps that often isn't as clear, and I fucked up, you know, four years ago when I was doing this process, it was kind of like the same feeling in a weird way, but different reasons and and thinking it was just going to kind of come. And I look mm. back and went, oh, mm. I actually wasn't very clear on what I wanted to plant. Yeah, okay. I felt good and I felt positive and I felt things were coming my way. But I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't put out to the universe really what it was that I wanted to come. Right. So things were came up my way, but often I was a bit like, "Oh, that was good, but it wasn't quite," you know. And it mm. just was a bit of a dance. So if you are in this time and you are kind of relating or feeling that there's an energy like you are, even it be it's really important to be quite specific okay. with the things that you want to plant down to write a letter or just to write points and you have to write not just dot points you've got to have the dot points have to be what you feel it's yeah. always got to be driven yeah. by feeling of anything you want to let go yeah uh then destroy it then write a piece of paper down of all the things that have felt good that you want to keep Okay. So anything, and then destroy it. Then meditate. So we get rid of the ones even we want to keep. Yeah, just let it go. It's okay. not about get rid of. It's just yeah. letting it go to the surrendering. Yeah. And then you meditate, and then you come back, and then you write almost like a journal entry of you in twelve months of what you have gotten. Oh, so you know how sometimes you write a past letter to your past self. You're almost. You are your future self. Yes, of everything you want to have had achieved. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, yeah, okay. Try it. I will. And then that way you've got that planting. But not even just the planting, you have said you're getting it. The action. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm get, this yeah, is right. it. Okay, it's that's like good. a whole conviction, not like, please, can I have this? It's like, this is it. I feel like this is a good time too. Like I feel as though even if you're not into – not not into it, but just but I feel reset, I yeah. feel as though there are a lot of people that are just kind of looking forward now to the second half of the year, which yeah. is a good thing. But what I have learned is from that death new life thing. It's like you can't you can't have the newness, you can't have the new life until you are in a place where you're able to let go and able to embrace that the death because the death stuff can be scary, whether it be a breakup or a relationship or, you know, change. Like that upheaval is terrifying. I think as well, and it could be a friendship, but it could also be something, I don't know, there might be something that you've been nagging a partner about for five years and then you go do some therapy and realise actually this is your stuff mm. and you've got to let that go. Mm. Or I don't know, like a job or it can play out in so many different ways. But do you I know think. what I mean? Like that death of letting go thing is scary. That's and th- right, there's a reason course. There's a reason we run away from it. There's a yeah. reason we stay in relationships. There's a reason that we um, run away from our bad habits even though deep down we know. Like because the letting go and the change thing 
is terrifying. But I don't know. I'm just in this place now where I'm like, you can't. I, I can't have this good, or I can't have this feeling that I have now of like looking forward without letting go all of that no, stuff. No, I can't. I know no. that for sure. Yeah. But in that moment. It, at the time where shit seems to be going wrong and everything's falling away and you're like, I can't catch a break. Am I feeling full of hope? Fuck no. No. I actually think a lot of women are shedding a lot this year. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. I just look around me and I think people are knowing their worth and knowing what they want to achieve and they are, are very much probably subconsciously thinking the same thing as you mm. is going, I, I need to get rid of that to get that, mm. you know? Um Somewhere, so, yeah. yeah, somewhere in you, you know, maybe, that. yeah, but it, the, but maybe meant like might not be the mentally, death word and the way yeah. you've lovely, like really beautifully put it, but yeah, I I do sense there's a feminine energy of movement. Yeah, I and would agree is. with I've, that. I've, I think so. Well, yeah. there actually is. Like the cards have come out. Like clairvoyants and people, like psychics and readers and numerologists, are saying that this is there's a feminine energy. But in, isn't in 2018. It, but it is interesting how that, that it's like that. It's at the time it's hard. You know oh. what I mean? Like it's not a night, as you're saying, this year, the feminine, it sounds lovely, but that's dark. Not to mention, it can, it's hard. And not to mention, the feminine energy want change. Mm. Every single woman wants equality Evolving. on this earth. Imagine yeah. that energy at once. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. It's, it, it, you know, you're feeling it. And we're at the forefront of that. We always have been. So there's even, you know, who knows if only we could look around us and see the colors and the vibrations with our eyes. Do it you would feel be like. So fascinating. Do you feel like that's why it's almost like when you're scrubbing a pot and before it gets clean, it gets dirty? Like there's a lot – like there's been oh, – yeah. especially with Never the – um, I think that's a Louise Hay one. Oh, I'm right. rather stolen that from yeah, there. Yeah, right. I think um, – you know, with all of the Me Too stuff and all that, like it feels dark before it gets lighter. You know, when you just 100%. felt like all of these actors, all these people, you just like, fucking hell, another one, mm. another actor's come out mm. about this, another friend's told me about this, mm. like another death. Yeah. That, like that it almost has to, there's this uprising. That's what I mean about the darkness stuff before well, it gets and it's better. Not, it's not a coincidence like the, you know the me too movement has moved a complete investigation from the, i think it's the police commission or something from tracy spice's work and her mm, team mm. like they're looking into fair play and and discrimination and inequality in the workplace across the fucking world mm. like as you know things have changed mm. but you're right there was lots of people that had to go through dark things and that triggered a lot in all of us mm. you know having to see that so I, I don't know. I think before we think that light is on its way, which it is, just be mindful to plant mm. and to be specific on that. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Okay, let's talk. I'm so intrigued. That whole stunning conversation, but also why the fu- why would you want to ban the word sex? It's interesting because, um, and I don't know, we haven't played this part. We actually have an extra um, an extra section of the podcast we did with sexologist Juliet Allen to come over the next few weeks. But I'll give you a snapshot of a bit of the conversation. I, I did speak to her about um, how you can feel quite physically unwell or not in your body. Maybe you've had a surgery. Maybe you've got bad endo. Maybe you're pregnant. Maybe you've gone through a miscarriage. Maybe you've had a cyst or you're bleeding or I don't know what the what the GO is for you. But there are a lot of things. So many. So many that so many of us like – yeah, so many of us have. Are going through. Yeah. And I and I don't think there's a lot of conversation about what happens with your sex life around those times. And it's interesting because in order for us, and again, we'll put that podcast up in show notes. You've got to go back and listen to it. Um, it is interesting because the way that women are turned on are often by their moods, their energies, the way they feel about themselves in their intimacy levels. And let's face it, when we've all been unwell or we're all not felt in, into our bodies, you know, the sex is not really there. Mm. It takes you hard. It takes you so much longer to get wet. You're feeling really mm. uneasy, all these kinds of things. I've had a bit of that this year. And there has been times where I came out of this, the, the best sex life and the most surprising ability and surprising things that have come up in my sex life since I had met my partner you know I was like shit I I didn't even know that existed you know Mm. so stunning and then there's a lot of hard stuff that went down and then you've got to remember obviously that's not just the girl that gets affected by that there's two people involved all the time but it's interesting because we've gone through these different phases very early on. So there, it was hard because we kind of went from that, as you everybody calls it, that honeymoon time, which was just epic for the both of us mm. in terms of our sexual connection. And then we went through probably one of the hardest times, which some couples can take 10 years to mm. experience. So we had bang and bang. Well, we did that. We should put the link in for show notes too. Remember when you spoke about the five stages of relationships mm. and how yeah. you can go through them at very different times, but there are those kind of same five stages that every relationship will go through yeah and for us we've kind of honed a lot of them in into 12 yeah, months yeah and a lot of other people probably won't experience three or four for maybe three four five years like it's intense so it's been a really tricky time and in that time you know you notice when you're having more sex and when you're having less sex you've asked yourself what does that mean mm. I've been particularly really um I have been a bit of the gatekeeper to that and not the gatekeeper. Well, I have two things. I was the one that physically felt quite different for different reasons this year. And the second thing was I was also the fucking warrior about how much sex we were having. So I was not only the gatekeeper what do you mean? saying yes or no, like we can, yeah. we can't. But you were the one that like was saying also we going, have to. Why haven't yeah. we? When can we? How much have we? Analyze, analyze, worry, worry. There's always two, but there's always someone that's either of those roles and I have just be both of them so it's been a real head fuck to be honest especially because I had finally found my sexual empowerment in this so then to add that on top of it I had this other pressure of needing sex and needing intimacy and needing connection that I'd never experienced in my life before but then also I have never ever ever experienced a need to be connected with someone as deeply as I have I just kind of like sex for me was like, all right, we do it two or three times a week, the end. It's good. It's sometimes, you know, whatever. I didn't connect to needing it on a 
a bit a bit more of this soulful level that mm-hmm. I've got and that has surprised me. Have you ever had that kind of connection physically with somebody before meeting your partner? I think you have like epic sex sessions, yeah, yeah, okay. you know, but not to the point where regularly you need almost a battery charge. Yeah, okay. And I didn't I haven't known that. A I've been independent for a really long time. So to need something so badly that someone physically has to give you mm. actually takes my breath away to talk about it, to be honest. And because it's that is shocking. And because it's two it's also two people and two different energies. So there might be a time you know where your ship's in the night in a way where you're like, okay, now I've got had this stuff going on. I haven't really felt in my body, but okay, are we good? Because I really need this connection and he's like oh you know how you were feeling the other day I'm feeling like that it's now hard. so that's what I mean just because you then decide or the, the other person in the relationship are like let's go it doesn't necessarily no. mean that the other person's on the same page no. either and when you're going through a lot of grief and a lot of hard stuff in your home that's that is also harder for you to both be on the same page because mm. you're often kind of going through different things or different stresses so then it's been interesting because A, I learned that I needed something I didn't know I needed. B, the need actually is invested in something I share with someone else. And something you don't That's have complete control exactly over too. Exactly, terrifying. Yeah. And then there's that vulnerability that you have to say you need it, which mm. is annoying mm. and very exposing. So then how- I feel even having this conversation, my heart, I, I don't can have see skin. you physically. I don't have skin on my heart like that I am that bear so then so then I th- guess you're going to ask like how you well I na- want to know navigated. I want to know how you how it's been to sit in both where you're as you say the gatekeeper but then also the cha- the coach where you're like we need to have sex more but then you're also like p.s I can't right now so how have how have you gone navigating both and wearing both hats so we went and saw someone because we are heading into getting married and I always thought that we would have some form of A therapist, of you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was actually Ben's therapist and we and she, she's super Ayurvedic, super, you know, and I was like, she sounds like a real gem, especially to talk about this kind of new form of need of connection. So we were going to go and do a few sessions at leading into actually getting engaged, or not engaged, sorry, leading into getting married. And I thought maybe we just start one. So we went. When did it become so much of a conversation about sex and not about intimacy? You okay. Know? And I was like, so at that point, were you? I was like, what's the difference? So at that point, were you going where you were like, we don't, we're not on the same page with that stuff. I wanted to say how we manage, you know, moving forward. What kind of what kind of level of commitment should we give to that, and mm. how do we communicate that, mm. or is it something where we just really fly off the seat of our pants and and see how we feel from time to time? Like moving into a marriage, I was thinking, well. Do you agree on what you want each week or do you how do you communicate that need to each other? And she was like, well, before we even get to the physical element, like what is it here, you know, and then to be honest, which I don't really want to get right into today, mm-hmm. she I had she was like with this not the gatekeeper one, but with the scoreboard girl. Yeah. She's like, what's that about? And we broke down that it was my issue with being rejected 100%, which had nothing to do with Ben. I had been rejected this year, like in numerous fronts, you know, with work is one half, but then with a lot of my relationship with my fucking dad. So then she's like diving into this shit and I'm like, oh, jeez, there's always something. Yeah, there's always something. get these moments where even me, I'm like... Still something How to work no, on. But everything, it's always so connected. It's so great, oh. but so annoying. And then I'm like, I don't want to think about this connection to my fucking dad as I try and say, can we fuck? Like, Jesus Christ. So cliche. 
daddy issues coming oh, back. But no, it but just seriously. the rejection but, point yeah. is my dad was in and out. Like he was, oh, fuck, there's a great No, turn. he was around yeah. or he wasn't. He was unreliable. <laughs> I'm fucking picking up what you're putting down. But we went to his house on Friday night. Sometimes he like was around it on time. Sometimes he wasn't. Sometimes the day before we're not going. It was always just, and that in a, in a way is, like, as a kid, you're being rejected because you, you are setting up those foundations of something that you see as a relationship to be a given. I think your dad I, want you you're born to think your parent wants to be there, but for us it wasn't the case all the time. But I think also to add to that, I think on a physical or a sexual level too, men and women are different sexually, right? There's mm. different needs, takes different times to get turned on, you know, all that kind of stuff, whether you're more visual, whether you need more of a connection, blah blah. So men and women are a, a, a different in, in that kind of in that place. And I think I mean, I've spoken to mates about this and I've felt like this too where I'm like sometimes in my relationship I don't, or even casually I'm like, I don't really want to have sex. But I'm like, you kind of do mm. because I don't want them to think that I don't and then be like, oh, we never have sex anymore. See, so I think for, well, I don't know, for women I'm like because technically I probably want it less than he does so I've got to pretend that I want it more so then we're on a more even playing field. So I've now had used to have that and now I'm the one that wants it more. Okay. That's a head fuck in itself because I don't even know how to ask for it as much as I want it I'm not used to wanting it this much Mm. so I'm not used to being the initiator Mm. I'm used to someone pushing me all the time and now all of a sudden I'm like we have fairly even sex drives it's just been that we've been a bit off kilter with when and how morning night it's just been a little bit off the same schedule so she said why don't you stop putting emphasis on the actual act of penetration. So it's not P and V necessarily. Yeah, and, and just start with maybe this feeling you're feeling emotionally isn't just about actually having ah, sex. Because that's obviously be what, you're, what, what you're craving out of the P and V. Right. Yeah. This connection. Yeah. And she goes, I think there may have been, even though you guys work really well together and you communicate, you're little two peas in a pod, sometimes when, you know, shit hits the fan, you kind of need to reconnect and consciously do that. So we've been waking up 10 minutes every morning before we get out of bed mm-hmm. and we connect. And that's been in different ways at the moment. I actually think Ben might kill me for telling this story, but I don't. Do you want to? Yeah, I'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, Are you sure? Fine. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll message him and I got sure you. I got, cool. I got you back, Ben. <laughs> but we, um, like, because he generally sleeps close to naked, I sleep with clothes on still because I'm a freezing little idiot. Yeah. In the morning, we'll take all of our clothes off and just be in each other's skin. Oh, that's nice. So make sure we start the day touching skin to skin. Yeah. And if that leads to something it does, it doesn't have to and it, it's not important but that is, it does. there's something so powerful about that. Like, even this, when babies are born, like putting the skin to skin. Like there's, I yeah. saw some photo on Instagram the other day about these little triplets and they were touching each other's faces because they just wanted to feel skin. Well, this is the thing, right? So for the first few days, she, we didn't do, we didn't have sex from that. We just mm. tried to, we just gave ourselves a little experiment of trying different things so it just wouldn't feel so, because we were still having sex. This mm. is the thing, Ben's like, we had fucking sex three times last week. Like, mm. what do you want? Mm. Like, what do you want sex every day? If that's if that's what you want, that's okay. But is that what you want? And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know what this is. So then when we realized, so we tried this experiment. We've done kind of real couple meditation in the mornings too, which has always also been another form of connection. But at this point, we were doing it without actual sex. 
and what we just felt better mm. we felt connected our body language when we he got home and how we speak i was speaking to him less during the day yeah because you're I not cool you're not craving no, i just i felt like there was something that happened that wasn't about sex so so what do you call what do you what do you label it now it's just connection intimacy which is it's just our time like and that's what we'll define as some form okay. of our time but it will happen we generally have that because we go to bed at the same time at night so that was sorted but it has to happen in the mornings ah. it has to set the day up so that's what's going down in our house. And so sex is gone. We're not using that word anymore. It's got so many loaded connotations with it too, where you're supposed to be doing it so many times mm, or you're not or I'm supposed mm. to want it or I'm not. You fuck the word off and there's just oh, exhale. Also, don't forget about dry humping. Well, we do that on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> but it's still humping. Still not like I'm not getting this intimate soul connection from a leg hump. <laughs> Having said that, though, this, I don't know. I was doing it. I was doing it the level, other night. Like, I was like, oh, this is yeah. Well, something that you do when you're 16, and I'm kind of into it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it floats your boat. All right, let's go. Yeah, okay. So you know what? There's a thousand and one oldie eps that you can go back to. Um, all of the all of the um, episodes that we referenced on this p- podcast. Maybe you've listened to them before, but now they'll have new meaning based on this conversation and where your head's at now. Just click the link in show notes. It'll be easy for you to find them if you need a fix for the two weeks away. Yes, please. The other thing I wanted to say quickly is if you have clocked the podcast, go into the Facebook page or on YouTube. The Facebook page has a lot of them though, and click the video tab. You have hours and hours of the best lols ever. Sometimes I need to pull things to send to clients or advertise or, you know, plug our shit away. Oh, I just get stuck in a hole on there. Yeah, there's so much video content and we really haven't done a lot of that this year, which will be changing in the most humongous way if what we've got planned gets pulled off. But I really encourage you if you've clocked all the podcasts Mm. to go back and have a look and and share the things that you love um, because there's a a truckload of content to be enjoyed. If you like this show or any other show you've heard on the Thinker Girls pod channel, you can rate and review. It'll take you 30 seconds. Shoot a text to a mate saying, you know, they might get something out of it or if, you know, they might dig it too. Boyfriend, whoever, family member, it really, really helps. Love you guys. Yeah, and good luck with all your new planting as well, like Mm. your seed planting. Yeah, let us know. Thank you. Okay, bye! did you love this podcast but you want to chat about it more make sure you go to the thinker girls on facebook uh, that's obviously us and insta because that's where we're going to be continuing this convo with you posse yes we want to know what you think posse so every week we'll be breaking down our podcast content across social media so you have an opportunity to share your opinions plus we're on insta stories every damn day so you get to come along with us for this crazy tg ride yeah merce head to facebook instagram snapchat or even twitter to find us Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 